the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to the Christmas Eve edition of Millburgers Gardening South Texas. We're recording this so you don't have to call in, don't have to worry about a thing. Just uh, You're not going to give those numbers? The 210-308-8867? Yeah, you're not going to say that? You know what? You can call make a, and make Al's day <laughs> and uh, and wish him a Merry Christmas back at the station. 210-308-8867. Yeah, that'll give him an opportunity to criticize us. Oh, that's true. Okay. Well, don't criticize us. It's Christmas. They wouldn't do that, would they? Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, depends on if they like uh, horse herb or if they oh. other plants. That... I got I got to see uh, Milton's boss. Yeah, when I was waiting in the reception room, and uh, he says we're not Who's being this? mean enough. Lisa? No. Oh. <laughs> she says we're not being mean enough to Milton on the air. We need to get him a little bit more. Uh-huh. So I, I uh, beg to differ. <laughs> I didn't mention that he wouldn't say his favorite saying. No, I'm not going to say. Well, you have you've you've attributed so uh, many things to me. But that is consistent to it. You know, I, I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago when I when I first got here. That was the thing that all the old veterans, old, old Mister Fanick and mm. uh, and some of the others were. Well. I think you'll get. I think you'll be able to survive with Jerry here. Well, I don't know. It won't be easy, that. but <laughs> it won't be easy. <laughs> they, they say. What they kind of sedatives do you have? Greg Grant too. No, oh, I can understand they Greg. Say, Greg. The Greg is intent. would always say, "You've earned him. You've earned him." I said, "I didn't do nothing." To <laughs> I just brought out his better half or yeah. worse half. I where and where is that? That. Uh, that? That's way over there in <laughs> East Texas, deep East Texas now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. What a great job. It seems to. Working working on a Ph.D. Yeah, how is he doing? What's the progress? Oh, yeah. And where is he getting his Ph.D. from? Uh, Stephen F. Austin. Oh, part of the UT system. Okay, part of the University of Texas system now. Soon. I don't know. Yeah, it is. Soon. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, anyway, he's uh, finished his coursework. So, you know Uh what that'll mean. What? I'll have a degree from both the University of Texas <laughs> and Texas A&M All University, right. 12 <laughs> years apart. It's it's called balance. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Greg's doing great. If you want to, you can follow him on Facebook. And yeah. He shows his – why do I think Lufkin? Is Lufkin right or no? Lufkin is uh, right next yeah. to Nacogdoches. Right okay. down the road. Because I thought he posted something about Lufkin. But anyway. That's why, Kevin, Kevin, was your orchard on your orchard? Oh, okay. Yeah, well, actually, it was, uh, 
it's in Angelina County, but just across the from river Love, from uh, Lovka, Nacogdoches. Oh, Nacogdoches. Okay. But anyway, yeah, Greg's doing good. We're mm-hmm. proud of him. Is he yeah. working on any other books or no? Mainly the PhD. <laughs> He's not, I got time for that. Okay, right now. T- but uh, he he finished his coursework and he had a full point zero. Wow, full point average. And that's going back and forth to uh, Tyler and maybe it's yeah maybe it's Tyler I see him posting from but yeah uh, yeah, yeah he's from Ty- he's working in Tyler okay. as a county agent there, followed Keith Hanson who's a good guy too. Okay, uh, <laughs> all right. The number is two one zero three zero eight eighty eight. Shut up, okay. <laughs> Killing me. <laughs> uh, it's a see, Christmas talking. Eve edition. We're recording this. Yeah, so that means people will be cooking for Christmas. Uh huh. Tomorrow, yeah, they sure will. Or tonight, maybe. Yeah, maybe tonight. And so, uh, they. Well, that means they'll be drinking. Uh, they'll be Christmas drinking. drinks tonight. <laughs> maybe you have any recipes you want to give out for? Ah, uh, Thomas. Let's see. What what was this thing? And I was trying to remember what we uh, drank in. Uh, Wassel? <laughs> uh, no, it was. Uh, oh, somebody. They'll they'll have to. Tell me about it. it was, no spiked eggnog or anything, huh? Yeah, it was kind of, kind of that kind of a drink in the in the little town I was in, Morris, Minnesota. <laughs> That's everybody had uh, offered little drinks, and you would kind of water around the town. Oh, oh my goodness! And, and of course, the uh, <laughs> the business less and less business got done by the time it yeah. was <laughs> noonish, you know. And, but there, uh, why you were on the tour, than, huh? The uh, only the the businesses that were helping with mix, mixing the drinks were busy, but that was you know, well, yeah, yeah, that was quite. What, a what fun. is that drink they talk about in uh, in that f- famous uh, Christmas uh, song? Not Tom and Jerry's. It's uh, <laughs> um, and uh, they're talking about singing carols, and they say they they say uh, bring out some. I guess I drank some wassail, not wassail. Uh, Somebody's singing it as they listen. I, I think yeah. we're thinking of the same thing, Jerry, but I can't oh, think really? of it. Yeah, so it was kind of a... I've never heard of that drink. It was, it was kind of a... Uh, looked like a, looked a little bit like eggnog, but yeah. it, had, it was not sweet. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, let me look online. Let's see. What was that song? Let's see. Let's well, so, <laughs> I guess nobody will call us to let us know there like they go. usually do. <laughs> That's the, that's this is, this is tough. This is really tough on us yeah. having to do the radio show with nobody in that's in in the uh, immediate audience. Yeah, that's a well. That's uh, then it becomes I'm Milton's sure. job, doesn't it? To, yeah, right. I'm looking. <laughs> but anyway, if you're thinking about cooking something for uh, <clears throat> for Christmas, and uh, a lot of people I know want to talk about uh, Milton's. Uh, pecan pie but it's, that he uh, kind of modified from uh, uh, Poppy Stewart's recipe. I don't know why Poppy... Well, well he, did, he did change the... No, maybe he changed his original recipe to dis- discontinue the fire. Oh, yes, okay. I did. Okay. That's because Jerry told me then how, <laughs> what size to... <laughs> but... Uh, Poppy never, uh, never, uh, never commented on that. But anyway, uh, she's uh, she's got that great pecan pie. 
Well, she is, was there is. at one of the. Pre- she was there at the presentation that you and I. Yeah. Do I have my phone? <laughs> yes, that's why I wrote it out. So I didn't. Uh. <laughs> Somebody called me from your phone. I'm just making sure it wasn't like left downstairs or something, and they. So just check and make sure you got your phone. Are you serious? Well, just check and see if you have your phone. Uh. Do you have your phone? <laughs> okay. Anyway, go ahead. Oh, good. Oh, like that was Milton. Yeah, you called me. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> I'm calling you? No. That's anyway. what it says. Yep. Yeah. That's weird. I don't understand. Anyway, if you want uh, that pecan pie It's good. It's a buttermilk pecan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is good. And, and you don't have to let the uh, pecan <laughs> burst in the flame. No, do not. That's got to be, pecan pie has got to be one of the best desserts. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the one, I, we, we'll miss her, but Grandma can too, who used to make us pecan pies. Who is that? It was a, a grandmother of a friend of mine. Oh, okay. And okay. so she used to make us pecan pies and bring them up to UT when we were up there, and we loved them. I mean, we looked forward to it. And so I decided I was going to have fun, and I made her Poppy's pie. Is that right? And every year Uh-oh. I would hear back up, talk to my grandmother today. She said, there's no reason you can't bring more pie by. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So, so she liked that. She huh? liked it, Yeah. Well, oh, I met her at a program you and I were given together. Yeah. 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 Or Divine. It was a divine. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it, divine, I call it the Divine Pie. Divine yeah. Pecan Pie. But anyway, if you've never tried it, uh, we sent out, I guess, thousands of uh, recipes in that for, when we were doing the TV and radios and things like that. And we only had two negative comments. We, they were not negative. They were questions. And one they was were from, from, one about was, one from your daughter and from Jer- from uh, yeah, Melton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just the... <laughs> but you she, know, it's so challenging, you uh, know, that we're in a challenging position, and plus uh, we don't get the support we need a I lot know, of times. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, those, those pecan pie recipes, as well as a lot of other pecan recipes, are on the uh, pl- on plantanswers dot com, under the uh, under the uh, uh, recipe section. Mm-hmm. Now there, there, we we had the recipe section on uh, Aggie horticulture, uh, and then when I moved over, we brought it over to plantanswers dot com. But uh, there, we moved it in one block. So when you're looking for uh, pecan pie recipes or any of the uh, better than sex recipes, or the ca- ca- uh, cap, there's a cat cake called oh, okay. better than sex. Okay, well at least you can edit these parts. No, I guess so. <laughs> we'll try, but uh, except then we'll have to stay here longer and longer. Yeah, so so it's so. under the. Uh, <laughs> you go go into the. Uh, into the information index, which is on the front page. I think uh, those drinks we were talking no. about are, are Tom and Jerry's. No. No? It's in a song. <laughs> you know Jerry's Tom and Jerry's? Right. No. I don't know That's what that is. It's ice cream, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's, a, it's a cat and a mouse. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So but anyway, we got that on there. Um, so you can look. My, my daughter, or every time they, my, all my family... They uh, they forget that they lose their recipe that they printed out, 
So it's lucky that it's on uh, the recipe section. What is that? Now, the, <laughs> uh, the recipe section, is, like I said, is on the information index, which is on the front page of the uh, plantanswers.com. And it's under radio subject matter. What is the name of mm-hmm. It's in alphabetical order. Oh, okay. And then recipes, and then under recipes is soil testing. So um, also in, the, in that area... Uh, we've got our famous recipes for uh, eat squirrels, uh, recipes for eating acorns and acorn eaters. Okay. Now, this year, with all these acorns falling, yeah, it's gonna and be all a- these squirrels eating that acorns, they're, they're, they've got to be very tender and, and juicy. So if you want to know how to handle them... <laughs> uh, We've got got to write up on those under sweet potato facts and recipes. Now, uh, so if you want to, we we got out talking about uh, recipe uh, sweet potato one time, and luckily I don't think we've gotten one question, <laughs> one question uh, <laughs> about uh, what's the difference between sweet potatoes and yams. No, we haven't. That's a good I question. I don't remember it. Uh, what is the difference between sweet potatoes and yams? Nothing. Really? This is nice. Okay. Now, there was a while when, when they I don't know which, which group, if they were uh, cooks or if they were <laughs> researchers or what, were trying to make, a, or horticulturists, or they were trying to make a big difference. But then, then they, got, they kind of said, <laughs> wait a minute. Oh, you this got is it. ridiculous. <laughs> it depends on where you are. And, uh, oh, the, the, the term yams... Uh, Came over uh, with the, with the uh, Africans, slaves, mm-hmm. because they were eating uh, a product over there called yammies. They called call them yammies, okay. and they're tropical. So when they got here, saw the sweet potatoes in the U.S., uh, probably before the U.S., but uh, they thought those were yammies. That's okay. what they called them. And so somebody picked up on that and said sweet potato was an old name and weren't, weren't interesting to very, very people. So they came up with the, the yams. Hmm. And they did a good job of promoting them because a lot of people, I'd say the majority of people in the United States, think they're different, think that yams are different than sweet potato. In fact, Jeremy's new uh, girlfriend, we were out the other day, eating some and somebody brought up that she brought up that deal mm-hmm. sweet difference between sweet potatoes and yams and of course Jeremy <laughs> had heard me get on people about about that that they're the same thing so so Jeremy said they're the same sweet potatoes and yams are the same and what did his girlfriend she, she gave him some dirty and then and, uh, now his like, new girlfriend uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> like like you're uh, <laughs> yeah, dirty looks for the boy. But anyway, he remembered that. That's good. yeah, that is good. Seeing you, you had well, an impact. Well, Picking up something, but I know. Do we want to talk about? Other, I mean, are we, is that what we're going to talk about? Us sweet potatoes and yams, or no? What, what, oh. would, you, what would you like to talk about? Well, I was just gonna. I was gonna ver- verify that the uh, grass be gone works well on um, rescue grass. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so I had uh, 
I had sprayed it. It's been, uh, it's been uh, 10 days since I'd sprayed it. And it's uh, really, of course, it was really, uh, well, just like every place all over San Antonio. It's really in lush condition right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. And, uh, and in every place I, I sprayed it, uh, it has uh, now uh, wilted, crumpled down into the, I can even see my snapdragons now. Oh, wow. <laughs> so so that, well, that, that works fine. It but didn't, when, didn't kill it, the snapdragons? Oh, no. It didn't fave it. No, it's uh, grass be gone. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Rescue okay. grass yeah, be gone I'm, and rescue I grass. I don't know if it, uh, <laughs> what a... Uh, no, it won't hurt be with your. No, it wouldn't hurt snapdragons. Um, I didn't think about onions, though. Yeah. I don't think it hurt. Yeah, I, 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 I can't. I can't, uh, can't see that it's. I did get it did get spray in that area, and then I good. Because <laughs> I, I know I know in past I've written uh, written about yeah you have to be, you know that the uh, onions are more like grass than they are broadleaf yeah. weeds. Yeah. So, but uh, it doesn't look like that. Well, I bet it didn't didn't hurt them because like I say they got that waxy coating. Uh, speaking of onions, uh, they. Millburgers has got their uh, got their first shipment. I guess that's their first shipment of onions in. All right, and well. they got a very good assortment. I, I went through there the other day and and picked out an assortment of onions to take down to the ranch I'm working with down south. And uh, they <laughs> they said at one time about about two time about a year ago. They came up with the idea. Uh, they're they're tired of those sweet onions, and they wanted uh, yeah, onion. Yeah, see, Well, hang on a sec. We got to take a quick break. I know. So we're going to take a quick break. We do back. a quick break even when we're recording. even when we're recording. So we'll come okay. back and talk about pungent onions in this Christmas Eve show of Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Nursery's closed today and tomorrow, so you and your family they wish you a very Merry Christmas. Back in a moment on 9.30 a.m., this is The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. This is the Christmas Eve edition. Oh, you know that that piece of paper I handed you? Do you can you hand it back? Did you already hand it back? No. No, it's right over here. Okay, I need that. Thank you. All right. So <laughs> when we last left you, we were talking about onions, which is a traditional Christmas favorite. Pungent yeah, yeah. onions. You want to uh, leave some for Santa? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Santa would probably uh, appreciate some of those sweet onions. The ones that have less pungency, because mm, maybe so. they, they can't grow those at the North Pole. Yeah, is like, that true? It's too yeah, it's a long, long door, a long day up there. So, uh, oh, okay, I don't know if Bruce could, uh, if Dixondale Farm. Should we could. call Bruce? <laughs> <laughs> See if he could send them up there. I know he sends them. I, I think they make it to into Canada. I think he sells okay, them to wow. Canada. Okay, wow. 
But uh, I think Santa's up there drinking Tom and Jerry's. That's not what it's called. <laughs> Email me, Milton at KLUP.com, and tell me what the Christmas song, the drink in the Christmas song is. Okay. It's not wassailing. Here we go, a wassailing. No. Okay. He said, the, the song goes, you bring, bring out some cookies and that drink. All right, so we, we won't leave. Email me until you bring that. Oh, out. that. Oh, yeah. What is that? <laughs> okay, I'll I'll look that up. Okay, that's Christmas Carol on the Christmas Carol, I guess. Um, but anyway, let's see. Pungent onion. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's interesting about uh, when we when we try to develop something that uh, the majority of people want, like a sweet onion. Like a mild jalapeno, like uh, <laughs> uh, I was just thinking, uh, let's see, mild jalapeno, seedless watermelon. Uh, some people, whenever you come up with some new innovation like that, they cut, you, there's always one in the in the crowd that, oh no, I don't, I don't like that that uh, mild jalapeno. I want them. I want to yeah, taste them when yeah. I bite into them. Well, there's there's even there's a lot of folks that don't even want to eat them. They just want to grow them. That's yeah. what I always get <laughs> kick out of that, you know. And feed them to the neighbors. Yeah, yeah. You know? They the, their favorite might be for eating a mild jalapeno, yeah. but then they grow. They got <laughs> 17 degrees of severe heat that they're growing. Yeah, I want I want the hottest one yeah. there is. Yeah. They got those hot names. So we didn't. Uh, well, this they, this year we didn't get a lot of uh, attention for the, no, the hottest ones. The hot one. I guess let's say Carolina. Yeah, a little bit. Is, yeah. Oh, the <laughs> Carolina jasmine. Because uh, <laughs> the supply, I think the it was, that supply issues this year. Yeah, and then could have that, been. I, I don't know if you guys <laughs> noticed, but it was hot and dry. Too. It was a little very bit. Very hard to Jerry go. told us that every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we, and the, the Rio Grande Gold, you know, mm-hmm. some people say, well, it doesn't have any heat in it. I said, that's right. It doesn't have any heat in it. It's a colorful well, and it's kind of jalapeno-shaped. Uh, yeah, but it's, it's got a, a distinctive little taste to it. Oh I yeah, yeah. It does. I never appreciated it until this year. Until, <laughs> and it doesn't cause you to belch. No, that's a Christmas it's gift. Belchless. Yes. No, it's got a nice flavor. It, yeah, it does. And then, don't you have? Didn't somebody want some because they were going to do stuffed? Yeah, uh, Rio Grande Gold. That's a great idea. Yeah. So where is the Rio Grande Gold? Now is it over? Or we still have seeds, or oh, we have seeds. Okay, yeah. good. In, your, in, in the refrigerator. Okay, <laughs> and there's some of our listeners are saving us some seeds. Too. Oh, good. Okay, that's right. That's right. And we're trying to uh, uh, David Rodriguez and uh, Doctor Larry Stein. Is David around here? Still around here? Huh? Yeah, I think he is. And uh, <laughs> are, are trying to work a deal with, uh, I guess, Ball Seed Company. Oh, to, to put it out nationwide, that'd be worldwide. Great. That'd be great. That'd be great, for especially for Ben. It'll be popular. Ben Villon, yeah. Why do you think that? Oh, because I think it's a it's a nice little pepper. It looks good. 
And it's bounceless. I guess it's got a nice, can, nice uh, mild the flavor. Testimonial that Milton says. Yeah, and I, uh, I can grow it, which means it's. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's tough. To it's grow. tough. It's a good one. Yeah, it's a tough pepper. And it, uh, in my garden, it's the last one to freeze. Is that right? When the cold temperatures come, but not the twenty below that we had. But uh, <laughs> anyway, you know, Ben. Developing that mild jalapeno, uh, Ben Villon used to be the plant doctor plant pathologist. I, uh, last I heard, he, he had a had a daughter here in San Antonio, and uh, he he's got a house out on uh, South Padre Island. Mm. That's he's cool. He's li- living. It's it's sad the way yeah, it turned yeah. turned out for him. <laughs> I think he fishes a lot and All right. enjoys the view. Hate that fishing. But, <laughs> but when it when he came out with that mild jalapeno, uh, that one year he got the uh, Bum Steer Award. Oh, did he from the? Uh, that makes sense. Texas Monthly. Texas Monthly, and everybody was hoo hawing about that, but. The interest who he got the last he haul. I bet he did. Yeah. Because <laughs> since that he came out with that mal jalapeno, and it's been bred into other jalapenos, uh, uh, picante sauce has now outsold ketchup. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know there's, there's so many. And they use them. They use the mild jalapeno. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Or the the genetics of it, for sure. Okay. I was looking at, for some of these uh, um, mail-order gifts places, and, I mean, there there were, like, 14 pages of of, uh, sauces, picante sauces and everything. (laughs) Well, there's a a bunch of them at H-E-B, you know, some of our local... People have uh, developed their, their own hot, hot sauce. Who was our? Who was our? When we let's see, I guess you weren't you weren't at the at the university when I was there. But the, who was in charge of that uh, of the picante sauce and the? Oh, Al Wagner. Oh, yeah. Al Wagner. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. He's quality he, control. Yeah. Yeah, you go. He did a good job. He he was a good job. Yeah. Did a good job. So, but anyway, the good old days. <laughs> the uh, but uh, people are always finding fault with improvements. I think it goes back to what you say. No, sometimes well, no, is that they that they fall in love with what they know. Yeah. They, they knew that pungent onion. Well, and but then, isn't isn't that what you would expect? You you expect that changes to accomplish something, and then. Doesn't doesn't always turn out the way you want, so there's a little adjustment and kind of moves. And sometimes you get a huge, much a larger population. Other times you get oh uh, yeah, a teeny little. It really mm-hmm. uh, defines the population. It's much smaller. <laughs> like one of the A and M teachers told me mm-hmm. over there. He since been yeah, mm-hmm. passed, but uh, he's re- retired. He's been <laughs> retired. But uh, when I was wanting to develop the colors of the blue bonnets, mm-hmm. and I was working on white first, and uh, 
I went over there to ask him very questions about the breeding and the genetics of blue bonnets, which he obviously didn't know, nor did any of the wildflower people know. The, actually, the genetics really? of the blue bonnet, and uh, and you know, I, I looked at him. What did they, which ones did they know? <laughs> if they didn't know about blue bonnets, they didn't know they were cross pollinated uh, or are yeah, insect pollinated. Yeah, but it seems hard hard to because <laughs> I was wanting to know, you know, how far apart. I need to get them to, so they would be cross. Yeah. The scholars wouldn't be diluted. And he looked at me. and said, "said Do you think anybody would be interested in colors of the blue bonnet?" I said, "I'll have to talk to you later about that." <laughs> I said, "They've they've been planted, oh, they've been planted at the White that, House in Washington." Yeah. The blue he, he didn't say. Positively or negatively <laughs> interested, did he? No. See, that, that's part. That's also part of your little discussion about the, uh, the reacting name. to the onions and everything. Oh too, yeah. So that you got the part. <laughs> I I can't I can't help but believe that part of that little bit of a jealousy in there. You really? You think that might be the problem? Well, uh, you know, I, I it's just kind of like you mentioning that they. They hadn't dug deeply into their, to our state the, flower. The genetics, yeah. Yeah, and you, you know, and then here, here you are as a <laughs> vegetable uh, specialist. Yeah, horticulturist <laughs> that's out there with the uh, commercial folks and the uh-huh. gardeners and everything, and then, and you're, you're do, digging into that that mm-hmm. res- research portion. I can, I see, and then of course. Part of it is too. I think uh, some some of the folks, a lot of naturals, kind of wanted like their li- that little world. Yeah, yeah. And I um, maybe we do that too a little bit in our little worlds, but <laughs> but not as many people are interested in our little worlds as they're yeah. as they're in the wildflowers. Yeah, but uh, like I always say, the <laughs> the first liar is gospel and. Talking about wildflowers. Well, and, and I mean, I was working with the legends of wildflowers, Carol Abbott, uh, uh, all that, all of that. His buddies, Len Lowry, and uh, the guy in Dallas. Uh, uh, but anyway, uh, the first le- one of the first lessons I learned from you and some of the other veterans was. Uh, Extension agents have a tendency to think their word is yeah. is gospel. Oh. Yeah, well, you know? yeah. <laughs> and it, 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 I guess it's because they deal with thousands of people in an area where they're uh, they are the expert. But the, sometimes yeah. they get a little bit <laughs> over the edge. We yeah. all do get over the well, edge. Well, uh, that that's the case with Malcolm Beck. You know, uh, a lot of the county agents just had a didn't didn't go along with the Malcolm's uh, theories, and uh, I was the only one that would would talk to him and listen to him. And <laughs> the the interesting thing was uh, his his largest opponent, our biggest opponent, 
was the county agent in Comal County, hmm, really? Bill Schumer. Oh, yeah, I know Bill. Uh, I know he's retired. I don't know if he's passed, Milton. Let's just say he's retired. <laughs> but, uh, I did his he, 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 radio show he, for He used to time. really dislike Malcolm because he was, you know, joined the party. And he'd always say, what are you, why are you fooling with that guy? You know, he's an organic nut and all this kind of stuff. Bill started working for Malcolm as he retired. Oh. You know. Yeah. Did he begin to learn Malcolm? Was, oh, yeah. That's pretty cool. You and I, uh, Milton, have heard the same kind of similar story. People ask asking us, why are we dealing with this now? <laughs> and talking about Jerry. Uh, yeah. He's okay. <laughs> when he's not making yeah, rude, he's, uh, he's in a kind of rude a, and lewd comments about Christmas trees. <laughs> yeah, it's a, this atmosphere here in the uh, late on Christmas Eve night yeah. is a little different, so maybe this the, the behavior will modify. I doubt it. <laughs> Uh, All right. Well, we're going to take a break. Okay. Now. Another one? Yep. It's time to take a break. How, many, how, many, how long has it been? Three hours? It's a, No, just <laughs> not quite. We're doing okay, though. So we're going to take a break, and uh, you uh, enjoy the break, and uh, go out there, visit with family, go get some wassail, maybe some figgy pudding. That's it. Uh-huh. Tom and, Tom, Tom and Jerry. Yeah, you'll have to be serving the Tom and Jerry's. I don't think anybody knows what that is. Back in a moment with the Milburgers. from Minnesota or Wisconsin, you do. Okay. On uh, 9.30 a.m., this is the... That's what it is. Texas, our Christmas Eve edition. The nursery is closed for the day. If you're hearing this uh, in a normal time, they're closed at noon. They're closed tomorrow. So That's unbelievable for Millburgers to be closed two days in a row. I know. <laughs> wow. You can tell, tell Charles is not here. <laughs> he was a slave driver. Yeah, it's uh, what, uh, 23 years. Yeah, don't like years. I don't think you. that's ever. He'll, he'll call you. Well, uh, they'll be open for a whole week before, right. in the rest of this year. And I think part of New Year's Eve and then New Year's Day, I believe, they're closed. But it'll be on millburgernursery.com. Yeah. And they'll still have blue bonds. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Super six packs. That's one nice thing. Yeah, Trace, uh, 
supports all these crazy things we come up with. But uh, uh, those blue bonnets will store, will, uh, they've got a long shelf life, which nurserymen like. But uh, so they'll be available uh, through, through the first, first of the year. Are they going to be happier? We're recording this on Tuesday. Are they going to be happier with the cooler temperatures? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about them freezing. Okay. Unless, well, you got, unless you got, you got lots of choices, to, uh, too. You know, I'll, I always think of those transplants as kind of fitting <laughs> out, to put them out there randomly. Yeah. But I'm gonna, I think I'm going to plant some in uh, rows with plenty of space mm-hmm. and uh, plenty of fertilizer, Good. water, and uh, do some seed collection, too, because that's been the, one of the issues is, you got a fertilized blue bonnet? I'm, I am. You know they make their own nitrogen. Well, I, I guess so. That's they what can I'm if always, they want. They can if, if that, <laughs> you know you got to let you got to let the, the flowers do what they want to do. Or, yeah, uh, yeah. So, but uh, to maximize, so just I just want to see that. You know, and well, of course, we did that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you were here, Milberger, when we. I mean, Milton, <laughs> when we. Uh, Jerry was one of the ideas he had for promotion was on blue bonnets, uh, plant them with pansies, wasn't it? That's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. and because uh, the pansies were blooming early and showy, and uh, it was like once the blue bonnets started, <laughs> they're blooming. It was like a three-day process, and yeah. it couldn't see a pansy anywhere. Oh, is that right? Wow. Oh, yeah, they overpowered the pansies. Everybody said. Well, those those pansies are going to uh, get rid of uh, cover up then cover yeah, up. right over yeah. the top of those oh the top, yeah. top of the bluebonnet, but because uh, they're they're little when you plant the pansies at this time of the year, the bluebonnet plants are are f- fairly small. We call them hunkered down. Mm-hmm. You say that a lot. Isn't that what you were fussing yeah, about? Yeah, that was uh, Trace was going. You say yeah. that a lot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, Milton, Milton has done a good job with uh, planting them in containers. Yeah, too. they're oh, very attractive. Right. They fill out a container too. Did yeah. you use a single color, or did you? No, we mixed it. Red, yeah. red, white, and blue. I've got a picture on Planet. I think I'm pretty sure it's on the rotation there I'll on the front page of Plant Answers. Yeah, we had quite a few gardeners. Uh, yeah, a few gardeners that had uh, planted some. Yeah, and good uh, displays. And, uh, yeah, your buddy Bart. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, he's, 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 he's really into containers. He's done a beautiful picture, too. And what was our guy who had that that you went and saw? And then <laughs> Yeah, did, and did he, he took some spectacular yeah. pictures, which are on the rotation. Okay. It wasn't Marty, was it? No. Uh, no, no, no. I would say Dan. Dan or Don or somebody. Yeah. Poor guy. Now he's yeah, cursing at his radio. Good, <laughs> good zoom. Um, but anyway, yeah, uh, and Milton's picture was good. I, I'm amazed that... Uh, the pictures people can take with those yeah with our little those phones. phones and hold them out they've got a, a pole on them or something or a stick that you can put them on well, attach them to and if put you, them out further if you watch the news even even like the Ukraine and all the international they've got all those yeah protesters <laughs> and police all got these little poles cameras on poles yeah, yeah you, you, well, whose side is who on there? Uh, <laughs> lots of pictures for sure. Oh, yeah. But uh, anyway, Milton, let's say you said uh, Laura. Yeah, it was Laura. And I, yeah. It's a great picture. Thank you. And it's got all the colors of the blue bonnet then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to, I'm looking on the rotation. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. I'm sure it's there. I was uh, wondering, uh, I'll t- temporarily 
change the subject a little bit, but I was you talking about those uh, cameras and uh, and computers and such. Yeah, M- most of the uh, of those uh, English murder mysteries and those mysteries that oh, I like. Yeah, I st- still I don't st- see the the cameras and the smartphones and everything being involved in there yet. No, yeah, I may just be my authors. They will do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but there's a few of them in there. You know, Are t- uh, John Sanford and a few of them that. Have a have some of his yeah some of the some technology of his, uh, stars or yeah they they have a, a computer but it some of us old fashioned old guys don't don't <laughs> like it as well as we do like the the tough guy out on the yeah. on the road. Well, I'm amazed at uh, the quality mm-hmm. of, of pictures that people are taking with those. Weren't you saying Neil Sperry? Yeah, takes, he doesn't even have and, a and Dr. big old La- camera Dr. anymore. Dr. Dan Landberger. Uh, I have twitched over to taking yeah. pictures with those cameras. Well, I saw that a, a few years, about five or six years ago, when the when I was on one of those bird birding tours. Yeah, yeah. And they were, <laughs> they just say, you know, they put these two cameras together. They had took them, pulled them out of their pocket, put a man. They got the <laughs> yeah. picture of this exotic bird yep. out there and. It's no. amazing. It's a little how oh, it's, it's got to be some technology, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you got to you got to get that fit just right, and then he, that's all he did was click it, and there it was. Mm. <laughs> you yeah. ought to, you don't have anything on plant answers about taking good plant pictures, do you? No, you should do that. What? You what? You, what else are you going to do? I know <laughs> <laughs> a lot. Okay. But uh, yeah. it's like you were you were talking. I could get you know Jeremy what? to put it on there. Yeah, you get Jeremy what? to put you, it on. There. You could probably get away with and do well with would be a kind of a, a an assemblage of horticulturists and their and their yeah their photographs and everything. well you know bill adams was a oh yeah one of the best that we he, ever had he uh of course i like bill he's a good horticulturist but he he's he's a kind of little exclusive i mean he kind of yeah locks himself into his little, <laughs> little yeah world. he would he would he took pictures of flower of uh, clouds mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> just clouds he'd be out taking you know huh. rest of us would be taking pictures of plants and, and this fool would be taking you can, pictures of clouds and didn't, if you were teasing him he'd, he'd just uh, blow you off uh, <laughs> He didn't care. He was having a good time. Yeah. Do you have cloud pictures on Plant Answers? <laughs> no. Okay. He would, he would show you the several books, uh, photo books that he's published. Uh, right. I think some of them are on uh, that. Uh, we were talking about uh, the good source of uh, horticulture books is uh, uh, Texas Gardener mm-hmm. uh, Gallery there that they have, uh, TexasGardener.com, I guess it is. And uh, I'm pretty sure that he has several of uh, Bill's books on there. I know I've got a, I've got a several uh, yeah. of his books. I know he, he's got one that uh, that. Uh, hey man, <laughs> who's his, his partner all the time? Quite often his partner in a in the books, Eagle? co-author. Oh, Bill Adams and Tom Leroy. Tom, Tom Leroy. Oh yeah. There you go. Yeah, that was good. Okay, so I have a, a question. I'm, I'm going to stick stick on this for a second because okay. it is interesting. People will be running around. There's been, <laughs> San Antonio is blessed with color in the winter, mm-hmm. um, so it's a bright sunny day. It's a beautiful day. I'm going to go walk into the park. Ah, oh, the sun is shining. There you go. Is that a good day to take a picture? No. Okay, so that's tip number one. <laughs> What's the best kind of uh, cloudy? Cloudy. Cloud. I mean, kind of gray, light overcast, cloudy, light yeah. cloudy. Okay, not so not dark. Because a lot of times. <laughs> 
It doesn't matter because Milton declares every day a wonderful day. <laughs> yeah, so sunny days are not good. Well, they're good if you can handle them. In other words, uh, direct sun sometimes uh, bleach out uh, uh, bleach out the colors. Uh, not bleach out, uh, overexpose the colors. But uh, I, we found on blue bonnets and everything else that... Uh, Cloudy, cloudy day is a good good day to take pictures of blue bonnets. It really, right. really makes their colors vivid. So, but blue should I take? Are not the easiest. To, no. Mm-mm. Should I take the picture from above? Should I take it from the side? What do you recommend? Of what? A blue bonnet? Well, of any any flowers. Uh, well, maybe both. Okay, depends on what the background looks like. Oh, okay. I mean, maybe a weedy patch. Yeah. <laughs> Which you wouldn't want to get, so you get some close-ups and throw the background out of focus. Okay, and uh, take the picture that way. You know, you know what? uh, Are stocks hard to take photos of? Stocks, the the fragrant flower. Yeah, because I I, because they're they're really really looking great mm -hmm. now, but I nobody ever seems to want to take pictures of them. They're not like a Snapdragon is easy. Uh, seems to be easy to photograph, yeah, and yeah. a lot of people are taking photos of them. But I think why? Why don't we? Why don't, why don't they? Are they? Why aren't they as inclined to, uh, to especially photo? the doubles? Yeah, yeah, that'd be easy oh, to take fr- that fragrance. So should I? Do I want to compose it with other flowers or bees or? You gotta have a beep picture. You gotta have a bee picture. Everybody takes a bee picture. It's a bee movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, there is somebody. I know I'm getting lots of. Uh, we need funds f- for bee protection. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's there's some uh, there's a real uh, active. Oh yeah. Uh, a bee protection group out there. Jerry doesn't whisper to the bees. <laughs> they don't. They they still don't know what's causing that bee decline. Is that right? Yeah. Huh? They, they uh, kind of switched. It's, yeah, it's 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 wiped out seventy percent of the bees in the United States. That's not good. I think it's no. a little ironic that uh, that we have uh, declared uh, uh, European honeybees so important, and but but if uh, so many other exotics <laughs> that, that if you even brought that up, that this is an important part of our our general horticulture. Mm-hmm. That's, <laughs> That's an exotic. That shouldn't be. We shouldn't even be growing it. But yeah. European honeybees are all of them are. treasures. Yeah. yeah, but the ones that escaped are. They think they're native, but they're like you say, they're not. That was the funny thing too. <laughs> it was trying to. There was an article after uh, Ian, the hurricane in Florida. It knocked out a bunch of the bee populations because it. I guess it. it the winds and the rain oh, yeah. toppled over the the houses. What, uh, yeah. what do you call them? Big big uh, houses. Okay, yeah, and so they were bringing in. This was interesting. They were bringing in bees, and without flowers for them because of the hurricane, mm-hmm. they were actually artificially feeding them corn syrup. Yeah, yeah. is that right? Yeah. Oh, okay, huh? Uh, well, they import a young a young hive in the winter. They haven't had time to store up a bunch of. Honey, so uh, you feed them. You okay. feed them sugar water. Okay, well, corn syrup is uh, same yeah, thing. Yeah, same right? thing. Okay, yeah. and they've got a little jar. They've got a little deal. You put on the outside of the hive, and you put a mason jar, yeah. quart, quart, I think it is, and and it's got a 
lid on it that had a little bit of holes in it. And so you put that in in upside down with the lid on, Milton. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and uh, then the bees can feed on that during the winter. Okay. And they eat it. They drink it down pretty quick. So what's the toughest uh, picture you had to take? Do you remember? Because I find sometimes at Millburgers, you know, it's be a nice day mm-hmm. and stuff. And then I go to take a picture of something, and it's windy. It's oh, like, oh, yeah. You can't do windy. No, you can't do windy. It's right. <laughs> but, uh, some of the prettiest pictures I've seen taken, and I think we've got a link to some of those on plantanswers.com, but uh, are taken by... Uh, Taken by wildflower people mm-hmm. in the late evening or early morning. Okay, because that the sun is sending out that what yellow orange. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that makes those blue bonnets. There's some gardeners jump. that that have uh, uh, poppies that are. Uh, oh yeah. That are uh, Texas A&M colored. Mm-hmm. They're maroon, are they? <laughs> they're, they're pretty beautiful. I was at least looking at my. Pictures on my on my uh, camera. Yeah, uh, some of those those are those are pretty spectacular. How big is how big is Greg's field of the? <laughs> I don't think he has a field anymore. No, uh, he but he has he saves seeds. Oh, okay, and uh, we uh, we gave uh, uh, Dr. Stein and I gave the uh, Wild Seed Farm. Some seed of Greg's. Oh, office. good. All right. Hey, we got to take a quick break. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas Christmas Eve Edition on The Answer. From now on, our troubles will be miles away. Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. We are not broadcasting live from Millburgers today. We're actually in the studio recording this uh, a week or so in advance. And uh, that's because the nursery is closed today. Closed at noon. It's also closed tomorrow, Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Millburgers uh, wants to their folks to have a great Christmas and wants to wish you a very Merry Christmas. Um, I'll have to get the details. Uh, we'll start talking about that, too. People can start bringing back their Christmas trees. And they get that 20% off uh, gift certificate to Millburgers uh, when they bring back their tree. Millburgers uses they it. Wait, they, they let them dry up and die first, don't they? That's no. what you're supposed to do? No. I don't well, think so. They, they come back looking pretty good. <laughs> I've heard trees mentioned several times, too. It doesn't even ma- matter if you bought yeah, that's tree true. At, at Millburgers. What they're interested in is uh, recycling the material, and it's a... Uh, it's not just a make-work recycling. Uh, Millburgers and I guess other other nurseries actually use the material that they produce. Oh yeah, yeah. So it chop it, chop it up, and uh, <laughs> that's such a cha- uh, such a shame because those uh, Christmas trees at Millburgers still <laughs> still looking good out yeah, there. Yeah. yeah. Are you going to chop those up? Can we just uh, <laughs> stand here and uh, let them decline? That's what that's what I was talking to Milton about. I said just. Shouldn't bring them in if they're still pretty and green. Just enjoy them through the through the year. 
Yeah, I don't know. Then it becomes what an Easter tree, uh, and, <laughs> yeah. and a Mardi Gras tree, you can and hang a little, Veterans uh, Day tree. Hey, there you, know. you go. Hey, uh, It'd be actually, interesting to see how long they last. Actually, uh, it's probably the broadcast of this show a little too late, but uh, you can do that if you get a living, uh, con- living Christmas tree. Uh, you want to talk about some of the varieties that you like, Calvin? And well, yeah, I think uh, I think Jerry and I both have kind of settled on uh, two uh, two selections: Deodore cedar mm-hmm. and also um, Arizona cypress. Two two species that seem to, I mean, they 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 have a basically a conical Christmas tree shape on their own. So you can, uh, you know, if you you buy them, you can decorate them, um, and then they do very well in the, in the landscape in full sun. Um, you can pl- you plant them. You, you know, the, the the best deal is you don't you don't want to put them in the house too long. I'm uh, the literature that I've looked at says, says three weeks is good, um, uh, but if you can do it on a patio or something, too, yeah, it's great. yeah. But you want you you know you want your your hole ready uh, where you're going to plant them. You want to pick it, and uh, you want one of the varieties that you like, mm-hmm. one of the varieties that uh, meets the needs of, of your landscape. But uh, th- those two uh, selections are pretty no. uh, uh, pretty invincible. <laughs> yeah, that deodore cedar I fell in love when I first came down here with that thing because it looked like the northern northern. Yeah, it looks tree. like a a weeping Colorado spruce. <laughs> yeah, or there you go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's kind of got a. Well, no, it doesn't have. You kind of. I, I was thinking it was like a blue spruce, you know. It, but it was. It's not blue. It is. I don't think. Well, so. there's some very there's some, a bit of variation in the uh, yeah. leaf color, but the one that, that that does have Arizona cypress, there's uh, I think there's about eight or nine different. Colors right? and sizes and things. Oh, oh my goodness! Yeah, what, I can't remember what I was looking at. Uh, I was re- reading an article about the the uh, Arizona <laughs> cypress as a landscape tree, and mm-hmm. they had all these lists, you know, and how. And so, I, so I finally, I finally said, well, almost any size you you want, yeah, yeah. you can find. Hmm. But uh, that's that, that's not always the case because you the, a lot of nurseries don't have more than one or two you just want you want to check it out if it's meets your needs and uh, it's interesting to you get a double bang for the buck yep. you use it as a <laughs> ornamental tree and then you you plant it and it uh does very well and oh, uh, yeah. over the years you uh, value it we are we're debating i'm still we're still <laughs> debating whether that those theodore cedars are going to Free, uh, the, show the frost in. They didn't get phased by that February. Wow, really? In past, in past years, <laughs> they were test. always getting. Yeah, take the top out. Yeah, you, you always had that t- t- 20 feet, that four yeah. or five feet above 20 feet. There was always. The yeah, good that news is that it's still an attractive tree. Yeah, but, yeah. But not, I don't know what that is. Maybe the. Uh, you know, that's one of the uh, climate change might be. <laughs> An advantage for uh, those, t- for Deodor cedar in our na- in our area, but I don't. Know. Yeah. And did you mention the other one that you like? Um, Deodor cedar, and what was the other one? Arizona cypress. Arizona cypress. Okay. Yeah, that that one's a it's a tough one, and there's lots. Of, that's where there there's lots of different varieties. 
and lots of different colors. Some of them are almost uh, uh, blue. Yeah, blue, almost <laughs> a blue, more more like Jerry's blue blue spruce. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, Milton's favorite is uh, Montezuma cypress. I don't think that's a. You've been watching. I don't. Be, I think that's hard to find. And it's smaller. Or just in general? In, well, smaller. Okay. Well, they used, yeah. But that's the They fast. used to be easier than they are now. Oh, yeah. Huh. That's the fastest growing tree I've ever oh, seen. It's amazing. Montezuma cypress yes. or just the one in Milburn? Montezuma cypress. Yeah. No, it's a beautiful tree. Yeah, I, I had one in my backyard. And, uh, it, like I said, I could stand there and watch it grow. <laughs> it is unbelievable. Uh, now, Aleppo pines are available too. Yeah, uh, if you if, if you're looking uh, for a classic Christmas tree, straight ba- uh, trunk and then open pine, look a real yeah, pine. Yeah, and uh, then then of course Japanese uh, black pine. Yeah, and, uh, is there a stone pine? Italian, Italian stone? stone pine. Yeah, and those they're, are all good Christmas uh, living Christmas trees. More irregular shape, I think, but they're still. A, cl- a successful pine tree. So, for someone who's kind of new at all this, which ones? Which ones are hardier? Well, I've I've planted, I've used both the uh, Deodor cedar and the um, Arizona cypress, and I like okay. them both. They're both in okay. my front yard. So they're Milton proof. Milton proof. <laughs> I think the Arizona cypress probably. Is. Okay. I think Deodor cedar is pretty. Yeah. Tough. And you didn't mention um, rosemary. As a nice, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a, and it's surprising how many people that uh, live in, you know, you know, or, or oh, say they've got an assignment and they're in San Antonio for a short time, or mm-hmm. they, or just they're living in a small small apartment, yeah, and use that use that rosemary because it uh, prunes so nice and uh, generally long lived, and uh, you can use it. Or, or if you got if you got some full sun patio space, they, and you could throw it in your food. Some people eat. eat yeah, yeah. I like it. Of, I like it too because when it blooms, yeah, it's pretty. It, it looks like it's already decorated. Yeah, it's blue. When does it bloom? Blue, does it bloom, bloom around this time of year? Blue, 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 it's blue a bloom. Little later in the winter. <laughs> a little later in the winter. Okay, I've just seen them. I guess at Millburgers. When yeah, we I was, was it like February. Yeah, yeah. But they're, but, uh, they're well, and then you, Milton, you usually bring up those. Uh, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Cedars, and <laughs> the junipers. Know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of nice shape uh, junipers. The one thing people got to if you're if you're going to deal with those live trees, especially if you're going to deal with the larger ones, you got to got to keep in mind that they're heavy. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so you got you know that's why you dig the hole first, and that you have uh, proper help. And uh, one of the uh, the best things about Millburger and their Christmas tree yeah. program, or even their whole tree program, is that they've they've got uh, experienced, skilled people at dealing, loading them on on your vehicle so you can get them home or or taking them home for you, or uh, and uh, they'll plant them for you too. Huh? Mm-hmm. We found out what is it last weekend? We were talking about uh, uh, that they they let's see what they charge a hundred and I can't remember. Don't yeah. don't quote anything. But oh, they, okay. Yeah, only because we don't know. But yeah, they they charge. They'll bring it well, to, he, uh, for uh, delivery uh, and I remember yeah. what 
trace quoted $125. No, with go. a 20 mile radius or something like that? Yeah, yeah it was. So, so but it was, check, it check was, with uh, Milberger. It was kind of a deal. Don't the, believe us. The difference between uh, the uh, full price of the tree and the uh, what you would pay if you called it away yourself. Yeah. yeah. Well, a lot, of, a lot of people, you know, chronologically appear, uh, matured such as yourself and I, uh, Calvin, uh, shouldn't be planting a large tree, especially if you're in the Stone Oak or Fair Oaks or any of those places. Because uh, Milberger's crew brings the right uh, equipment to, yeah. to make the hole. Even those, those two trees that I planted for... Yeah. The, at our new education resource center, you kind of regret the. Uh, oh man, <laughs> you know there were there were about five of us that have good gardeners and involved, and we got our shovels, and there was no, you know, <laughs> yeah, we'll go take care of that. Yeah, I, and that lasted about half an hour. Uh, <laughs> we got about this deep, oh, about my gosh, three inches deep. I, yeah, and then, yeah. I, got, I get over that pretty quick too. Okay, but anyhow. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe it is inappropriate to be talking about uh, Christmas trees still or holiday trees still, but I kind of suspect that a lot of places will, will have some good sales on trees some is, of the live trees especially. Yeah, I think you're right. No, yeah. Let them do it. So, and then you said, so how are you still doing the thing with wetting down the hole and... Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. You put yeah. it in, so you just let it soak until it fills up, and you feel, yeah, you fill that hole up with. Okay. If so, especially if it's one of those rock things, you just gotta be generous, especially generous. And what that does is it makes it so much uh, the the chance that your tree is going to survive successfully is just so much improved by having having soaked that. Because you you know you want it to soak out into yeah. soak down and soak out into two feet three feet beyond yeah. and then after after that you you know you probably be watering once a week for a while but you don't have to put four hundred gallons every time yeah, yeah. Well, anymore what did it says keep your balls wet no I don't, I don't say that you don't say that nope Is that, man, that's where Melon's going to get in trouble if he yeah goes. I thought he said that. Nope, uh, I think that the person who thought I said that says that. <laughs> but um, yeah, so the, and then you know, so I know, some how, of, how, some of Jerry's partners in the in the past had a situation on radio where they could oh uh, <laughs> edit. Oh, no, we need to do that. So let's see. So what did you say? I said keep the balls wet. Hey, that works. Uh. Okay. And, um, the uh, I did a, how, how, did a TV store one time. And I said, I want you, to, I want you to beep, beep me. You know, they beep your words out. And so, so we beeped some words out. And then the the photographer got a little carried away with himself and beeped the whole part, uh, ending <laughs> of of my show out. Oh, okay. So keep the root balls moist. <laughs> there and, you go. Um, let's see. How how wide am I digging the hole? Same as the container it's in? Yeah. Well, if you can at, at least this the same size as if you can give a little bit, little bit more slack. 
But the problem is then you've got to have some kind of soiled. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but if, if, it's a, if it's a tree that's big like that, you've got quite a bit of soil in your container here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but it was the root ball, yeah. And Milberger didn't bring out a jackhammer. Yeah, if to they, make them in storms and, storks or, and or one like of those, uh, actually, like our neighbor had that. Uh, <laughs> a little bobcat type thing, or the the the, the hand driven, yeah, one. Oh uh, wow, yeah, you were yeah, you so were envious. Could, you have bobcat. He could go envy. straight down, or he could go like this, yeah. and it was big enough that it could ha- could handle it. It was still not an easy job. Well, you yeah. know, I almost did that to your lawn with the aerator. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> every but, time I see that. Uh, uh, one of those wires out there, uh, yeah. uh, out there the lighting and what I, I remember Milton uh, yeah. running the <laughs> machine. He, yeah, he was, he was. And me holding my breath. Should I go s- save him? Uh, or should I just stay <laughs> out of there and hope he survives? I did learn, too, you shouldn't use uh, flat bottom tennis shoes to do uh, this, too, because you, know, you kind of did the grass gets wet and you just kind of slip and slide. Well, there and, you yeah, go. You know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we uh, got a. Couple minutes before we need to take a break. What else do we need to bring on? Uh, Let's see. On the tree, what 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 do people do with the? uh, I get with the rosemary. You use them for the decoration. Then, if you got a place on a sunny patio, you can you can use them there. You can Um, cook with them. Yeah. yeah, I've seen some. They have some at San Antonio College that are old, that are basically planted in the ground. They're beautiful. Oh yeah, they're big, bushy, and they, yeah. yeah. Generally, they won't freeze. I think, oh, is that right? I they're, think the main problem is people dry them out, don't water. Them. Yeah, I uh, think I think uh, about two rosemaries per neighborhood is enough for. To provide all oh, the, yeah, all the, the cooking, cooking. Oh, <laughs> yeah. always get get kick out of that. They got a gardener. Yeah, if I get um, three rosemaries, I'll be in, in shape. Three rosemaries. Yeah. What are you going <laughs> to? I must must be a different kind of uh, uh, making a lot of herbs, uh, stuff, huh? suppers that they eat here <laughs> than than I've used to. Yeah, no, but, but I like the rosemary, and it was it's actually good I was wrong. It wasn't. Or maybe there was both. There was one in a big, big cement container. Yeah. And then there was one in the ground, and they both look great. Well, yeah. I think there's one in a parking lot. Yeah, no, yeah. They, we don't use those generally as uh, holiday trees, but my my favorite on that, that spreading rosemary yeah. on those uh, entrances. Yeah, on, the, yeah, on those. Oh. Little, mm. Yeah, like uh, t- walls. <laughs> and I, yeah. oh, they go over the edge, and then. When they bloom, they're really pretty, but they're they're attractive all the time. Yeah, and, and the dry, deer don't eat them. Tall. Yeah, the deer. Don't That's eat. another thing that we uh, that if you can find some place in your landscape for the rosemary, the, the deer don't eat him. Oh, okay. Well, maybe when we come back, we can talk a little bit more about the snapdragon okay. situation if it has, okay. has it changed any. Or? All right, we'll do that. We'll take a quick break. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. We are recording today's show because the nursery is closed on Christmas Eve and will be closed tomorrow. Uh, but we want to wish you and your family a very Merry Christmas. We'll be right back after this on 9.30 a.m. This is The Answer. From now on our troubles will be miles away. Let earth 
And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Okay, when we left, Calvin, you were talking about, you wanted to talk about what now? Uh, Snapdragons. Oh, yeah, Jerry's yeah, yeah. involved in a, <laughs> a project uh, along with Trace and Millburgers and, he, and one of his uh, gardener um, locations yeah. uh, on Ver- verifying the blooming plants that are on the, the deer proof list. And so for what we had heard last w- few weeks ago was that they, the snapdragons were not getting eat by, eaten okay. by the deer. And we think p- part of that was the uh, use of a, a preventative uh, re- repellent, but it may, but we've had other folks say that uh, yeah, they, they just, just don't, don't like do snapdragons. I, I didn't think uh, I must garden. No, look at you. <laughs> if I say it over and over and over yeah, again. Yeah, eventually. Uh, that's what they call that. Uh, used to, we used to recommend liquid fence, and I, uh, they still have liquid fence. Mm-hmm. I've got a jug. Not this uh, big. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, now they call. It, I got a little better odor about it. What is it? Mint and uh, spice and spice something. and yeah. mint. Yeah, I think so. And uh, I thought I didn't. I didn't know if it would keep them from eating the flowers. You know, it may it may keep them from eating the plant, but. Uh, uh, usually they like to eat the flowers. Uh, some uh, they wanted something that uh, would repel, that they could grow in an area where they had deer that bloomed in the winter. Well, <laughs> that's that's rare and hard to find. They'd eat pansies and all the Boy, other they, uh, annuals. They can smell pansies uh. a mile away. <laughs> I don't know if that uh, I must garden or liquid fence would keep them from eating patties. Yeah, well, I, th- I think I think you're, good to you're, try. your percentages are better. Your chance of success is better if you've got a plant they don't especially like. Yeah, right. Yeah. And uh, calendulas, of course, that's that's one uh, uh, Trace recommended. Mm-hmm. And uh, but uh, also the one I never got planted, they planted uh, snaps in, instead. Was uh, Dusty Miller? Deer won't touch Dusty hmm. Miller. Spray or no spray? Wow. So, uh, <laughs> but it's real slow to grow, and uh, it's not. Th- it's not in a lot of. Uh, yeah. Bo- Bouquets either. No, no. no. <laughs> but so it's not yeah, real, unless you're into gray. Yeah, I was going to say, is it not, not very pretty then, huh? Yeah. Well, it's kind of gray. Oh, where's Paula when we need him? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Paula, Paula's if probably had, got a. If it had thorns, uh, Paul uh, would have loved he's it. He's got presentations on gray bouquets. Uh, <laughs> Bless his heart. But anyway, uh, so far it's working, except. 
Havelinas. Yeah, the Havelinas. Oh, that's right. The Havelinas. Oh, I don't a, know what you do about it. Wild hog. Are they and actually the, eating them or just tearing everything apart? Tearing everything apart. Yeah. But uh, are they the ones that make the rose? Was that what you were saying? They kind of oh, snout? Yeah, and they, uh, a, uh, a feral hog. Oh, feral hogs do that. Uh, okay. do that too. And uh, <laughs> they'll eat a, eat. Eat the when the, when they plant the corn on rows, that the feral hog will put his nose down and uh, go up and down the row, go down the row and eat every grain in that and row. The way you describe mm-hmm. it, you can tell exactly where the rows yeah. are because they <laughs> they get they're so they're smart and instinctive that they yeah. follow, they know where the seed is. But anyway, uh, in fact, uh, we were talking about the other day. I was reading about uh, a guy that uh, that tra- uh, handles uh, large wildlife, kind of a, to to uh, get them out of the gutter. And uh, he says <laughs> they look like it's been uh, an. Artillery has been shell, uh, shelled out because they had a huge hog problem. Mm. In other words, a bunch of holes in the ground. Uh, Murphy said feral hogs, which usually feed late at night or before sunup, can usually be shooed away by humans. But he said you should never corner one, kind of like a possum. Especially a boar that could charge you, and what Murphy calls a mama hog. Hmm. If you stumble on some cute baby pigs, don't get between them and the baby pigs and the mama, or your mama that mama will come there and eat your legs off. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they don't mess around. Yeah, uh, and uh, like I said, people hunt them at night. And uh, a guy, a good hunter and wildlife person named Tony Zare lives in Hondo. And he always wanted to get me out there to shoot a feral hog. I said, how how does that go? (laughs) How do you go? Of course, he said, well, you never know how big... They're coming down that road. They put you put them on pass, and then chase them with dogs mm. to the hunter, straight into the hunter. And I said, if if he said if they're big, they're too big to eat. Oh, and of course I'm I'm a meat hunter, and uh, <laughs> I said, and he said, if if it's a big one, they can kill you. Oh. <laughs> and I said, I don't think yeah, do, I want to do that. Is it that? He's gone back to his dove. dove yeah, hunting. I was going to say, the, the doves don't do that, do they? <laughs> but uh, morning doves, not white wing. Uh, okay. White wing doves are too big. Uh, okay. They but might it, hurt you. But anyway, I said, no, you ain't getting me into that. He, he's laughing the whole time he's telling me that. No, 
my mama didn't raise no fools. Uh, I can't. Uh, they're, they're so unpredictable. Oh, yeah. I had, when I had my peach orchard, they they never crossed the line. Is I mean, Yeah. Now, I don't know if they just moved into the area at the kind of the end of the yeah. history of the peach orchard, but I would see them. You know, when I went out on the highway, I would see them. I said, why aren't they in there? Eating peaches, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they just, uh, lucky for me, they stayed across the yard. Yeah. But uh, anyway, you're, those of you who are older can remember the show Old Yeller. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Remember when that boy fell in that pit with old wild no. hogs? And, uh, and uh, they were going to eat him. And old Yella fought, saved him, but old Yella got eat up pretty bad yeah. too. Mm-hmm. And he got those were feral got hogs. Rabies. Got rabies. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. Yeah. That was that was sad. So sad. <laughs> it's Christmas Eve, guys. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> old Yeller, uh, just remember: the bigger the pest, the bigger the problem. Always call a professional. Like Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Murphy said in his business... Well, I bet you Spider-Man can get rid of those. <laughs> he may have his own way, though. Yeah. Murphy said in his business, the most interesting stories are not created by how a critter reacts to being caught, but rather how a human reacts to catching one. He says, uh, relays a couple of do-it-yourself stories that went horribly wrong, starting with a woman who had a snake problem. And uh, she didn't want to get too close, so she used her gun, kind of like me and the raccoon in the the attic. (laughs) Tried to shoot at it, missed the snake, and hit her septic line. Oh, no. So the snake got away scot-free, and from what she was telling us, she had quite a mess on her hands that she had to deal with. (laughs) Then there was the father-son team (laughs) with a bat problem. You said Spider-Man handled that? Spider-Man handled bat problems. Mm -hmm. So we had a gentleman. He had bats get into his house. It actually got into the living space, mm. into the living room, the bedroom, and things like that. I bet his wife liked that bedroom thing. Hmm. <laughs> it was several of them that were kind of flying around erratically, and his son took a baseball bat to try to <laughs> knock them out of the air. See, he should have used a tennis yeah. ring. That would have been better. Missed the bat and hit is a brand new $4,000 TV. Yeah. Just crushed the screen on it. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so he said to reduce pest problems, eliminate food and resources, clean up the gutter, and fill the holes and cracks and replace bad weather stripping and fence vegetation that attracts hungry animals. Again, 
call yeah. a profession. Yeah, I think I guess uh, Spider Man will be checking, reviewing this. Uh, yeah, and then he'll 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 give us any kind of corrections that need to be. There you go. Um, yeah, so uh, that's a good one on that one. Yeah, that's so good. Um, I remember with the uh, oh. bath that was on the. In Minnesota, when I was in high school, and it was the first day of fishing season, you know, you're out early, it's still dark and cold. And uh, I had one of those hooded oh, no. sweatshirts on. <laughs> and oh, no. I was out in the boat, and the bat went oh, right no. there. Into the sweat, into the hoodie? Right into in the, the sweatshirt, yeah. And I could hear. And my five-foot mother uh, jumped up and grabbed a sweatshirt and got that. I got it all. <laughs> meanwhile, wow. I, meanwhile, I had peed my pants. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> At least you didn't beat the bat with a bat. Yeah, that <laughs> would have been bad. Gosh. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're scary, unpredictable things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, well, you're listening to the... Christmas Eve edition of Millburgers Gardening South Texas. The nursery is closed today, um, but we uh, want to take a second to wish you and your family a very Merry Christmas. Uh, open again on the uh, 26th, uh, and I'm sure there'll be uh, some good values on Christmas stuff then. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, blue bonnets will still be available. Blue bonnets will still be there. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. Yeah, we don't know what the sale items are, so we can't talk about that. Yeah, but yeah, it's a. It, the one thing I can talk about is make sure that you uh, are going to millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery.com, and there's a couple reasons to go. Uh, one, you can find out about all the events, the blood drives, uh, the uh, glass drives, the parties they have for for people in the community, like the Halloween party. Yes, sir. Well, the January 19th yeah. event that uh, David and all the arborists are going right. to do out there. Okay. Too. That's good. So that'll yeah, be it's under- not at Millburgers, but Millburgers, of course, cooperating with them on, on so that everybody can be aware of uh, oak wilt and mm-hmm. what it takes very to important. grow good trees. Well, it has uh, lots of videos on it, too, that you can watch and... Uh, uh, it has all the sale items, too, so you can uh, learn what's on sale each week. Uh, go to millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery.com. All right, we're going to take a quick break and uh, then come back in a second. And uh, well, while we do, I'll remind you again, you're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Uh, broadcast every weekend from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 and Bull Verde Road. And we... Uh, Want you to come on out and visit us each week. Uh, ask your gardening question in person. Don't call us today unless you want to call Al at the station and wish him <laughs> a Merry Christmas. But uh, we'll be back in a moment with Bill Burger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The Although answer. It's been said many times, many ways. Merry Christmas to you.
Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas, our Christmas Eve edition of the show. The nursery's closed today and uh, also closed tomorrow for Christmas Day. They want to take a second to wish you and your family a very Merry Christmas. And uh, we're just discussing a number of different things. Oh, you know what we can do, uh, too, if you want to, is we can just discuss uh, uh, poinsettia care after the holidays. Uh, there you go. Uh, you want to discuss that? Don't you eat them uh, no. on your Thanksgiving dinner? No. Eat them on I mean, Thanksgiving. On Christmas dinner. No. It'd be colorful. It would be colorful. A lot of people eat leaves on their food. And salads and yeah, grape leaves. Uh, yeah, that's right. Or, <laughs> I wonder how the pickles are coming. Um, but uh, I don't know. You you say they're not poisonous, but mm. no, we know they aren't. Jerry they ate them on TV, and he's yeah. a picture of health. All Look the time. at him. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, funny. That, that was when he had hair and everything too. <laughs> so we don't know if that caused it. And his yeah. personality has never been very good, so that's... <laughs> yeah, I, I, I got this little, little jo- bunch of jokes here. It says, yeah. the devil whispered to me, I'm coming for you. Mm-hmm. I whispered back, bring some pizza. Oh. Bring some pizza? Yeah, bring oh. pizza. <laughs> <sighs> okay. <laughs> that's kind of spitting in the devil's eye. So, okay, so besides eating them, let's pretend the holiday is yeah, over. They're not. They're, well, they shouldn't be eaten. Let's, rem- let's remind everybody about bringing their Christmas trees, trees yeah. in. Yeah. Um, Millburgers uh, will collect your tree. Uh, they especially want those that uh, were purchased there at Millburgers, but they'll, uh, they'll uh, recycle yeah. your tree even if you didn't purchase that Millburgers. And... Uh, and the neat thing is that they uh, um, cr- crunch them up, yeah, yeah, and use use them in their uh, their operation. Uh, the recycled material really does get a uh, a good use out of it. Mm. Plus, you get a you, didn't you weren't you guys talking about a twenty dollar uh, coupon you get, gift you certificate? Get a, yeah, you get a gift certificate. I don't remember. Yeah, the- gosh. Is that was there a limit, Milton, on how long you had? Yeah, you have February. Yeah, it goes using into February, but I don't want. I want to be careful because I don't remember the percentage. So, uh-huh. but yeah, you can call Millburgers or and and ask them. Maybe call them on the call them on Monday, and uh, ask them. You know, hey, I've got a Christmas tree. I want to bring it yeah. in. And, and you can. Uh, you don't have to have bought it from Millburgers. That is correct. That's right. And you can bring more than one. Mm-hmm. So I think people do do what Trace was saying was they they get their neighbors who have put it out on the curb. Yeah. But that's okay with Millburgers, so you. <laughs> they, uh, but let's see, didn't don't they? Didn't they stop picking them up? Oh, I don't know. I think they stopped. Quit picking I don't know. We'll have to check up. that out because yeah. I mean, uh, I, I think they. I think last year they still did. Okay. Uh, well, and it depends on. Uh, there's uh, there's a number of folks that are 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 helping with that recycling, but uh, uh, we know at very least that Millburgers is. Oh yeah. Be well. The. Uh, also, the uh, they want you to take the decorations. Yeah, and take the, the decorations off. Yes, that. please. <laughs> that, those wires. I don't think the decorations would hurt anything, but those wires get in their shredder <laughs> and tie it up. Yeah, and, and, and then make tracing them very. Yeah, unhappy. trace then <laughs> doesn't think it's very not nice to have to go and put your body in the feeder of a to go of get a, the thing yeah yeah to get that unwrapped so uh that's all you got to do yeah and uh you'll find information very soon about that on com that mm-hmm. i mentioned that'll give all the details 
Uh, you can see last year's information, which is a coupon good for 20% off any regularly priced uh, merchandise, and they gave through the end of February. But that's last year, and it doesn't include a couple items. So, yeah, it'll be up there very, very soon. Yeah. Um, but uh, it looks like it comes up the 1st of January, so that's just next week. Yeah. Um, all right, so what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, we were going to go into... Uh, we're going into poinsettias. Okay. <laughs> Is it setias or poinsettias? Quit it, man. I know. All the station gets mad. <laughs> well, I guess we can start with you. Uh, they'll, they can last for months. Yeah. Ours, ours is still going a year later. The, the key, I think the, there's several uh, important issues, but the, the key is water. And uh, plantanswers.com has a uh, extensive and wonderful uh, discussion of the water required and how you can, if you've got a, a lot of us use the poinsettias in a kind of a really decorative spot on, mm-hmm. on some really nice furniture, <laughs> and you don't want the water dripping out. Right. Oh, so yeah. So you, what do you we do? Learn to use ice cubes. Mm-hmm. And so the ice cubes you do use during the week, so just enough to keep that soil wet. And then in the weekend, you have to supplement that water. Go and put it in the sink and let it really soak through. If, yeah. Take if it they, out of the pot cover. Yeah. yeah. So and you're, put, they, it, they they put it in a sink. Yeah, the, five months if you if you do yeah. it that way. The ice is sort of your homemade drip system, right? So it 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 drips down and absorbs quick enough that it doesn't yeah. get to the right. Well, doesn't if come you got a, a, a saucer or a, a a mechanism underneath, which a lot, a lot of them have when mm-hmm. you get them uh, enough to keep keep that just that little bit of uh, the little ice dripping yeah. off of the, your furniture. The, it work. It works pretty slick, yeah, but it it doesn't. It supplements the water like a drip irrigation mm-hmm. system, but it doesn't adequately water the plant. Oh, that's why, that's why every, you're doing the every weekend, every Saturday. Uh, you water them in the sink or wherever uh, from the bottom. You just put them in inch or two of water, and let them soak it up. And then let it drain. And you'll know the professionals, greenhouse growers people, uh, they never check the mix in, in the pot that the poinsettia is growing in. They just pick the pick the pot up, see how heavy it is. Oh, really? If it's heavy, it's water. It's got water. They don't do the finger method? Uh, no, them? they don't do the finger okay. method. Because, well, it's kind of hard to do the finger uh, with some of these beautiful poinsettias. No. It's a bush. Yeah, and you don't. Those leaves break off real easy. Yeah. And old old stems break off real easy. In fact, I think I heard Trace talking the other day that they're trying to move people to buy them with the sleeves on them, Mm -hmm. with the covers Mm -hmm. on them. Uh, You know, some people like to see them all spread out what they look like these points that is you know they're going to look good they're all going to look good and so you're very smart to leave that covering on to transport them because they're easy to pick up and uh, uh, they won't break off those branches now if you do break off a branch with a bloom on it or bracts on it uh you, the, a lot of people say you just uh, burn the tip, burn a, uh, it bleeds mm-hmm. yep. white sap. Yeah, that some people are maybe 
have a little rash over. But uh, you 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 basically cauterize the bloom, the the uh, wound and cause that to co- coagulate. <laughs> coagulate. <laughs> Cohabitate. Yeah, what? yeah. What are you doing at that point, Seth? <laughs> but uh, uh, and then then you can put it in water and it'll it'll hold for a while. Now, a couple other factors are light. Yeah. Um, you don't you don't want to put. Your, uh, if you want a long life out of your uh, uh, poinsettia, you, do, you don't want to put it where it gets blasted, by, like goes from no light to the southern sun or mm, anything yeah. like that. So you know you you can get usually you can get by with uh, a little oh, like uh, eastern a little eastern exposure. So is that morning sun? Morning sun, yeah. If it's not too, you can still there okay. can still get a blast, but. Doesn't doesn't really require a lot of sun no. out in the house, and, uh, and then of course the uh, don't don't put it in front, in front of the the, the the furnace or the vents. Furna- the, yeah, yeah, those vents. Uh, put it right can, in front of the fireplace where it'll uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll look yeah. pretty. Um, <laughs> yeah, you can see them, and y'all mentioned this before too. People who have them on Christmas, they got them as a gift. They their office closes for that the week, oh, and they come yeah. back and. Basically, it's a stick standing up, and <laughs> we tried one here. They gave it to me. They thought I could help it. I don't know. They were naive, uh, but I did. It was interesting, so I just kind of took care of it and uh, kind of kept it watered, and little leaves started coming out again. Yeah, after which, they lost their leaves. Yeah. And, uh, How many but, years ago was this? Oh, uh, this was two or three years ago. Okay. And uh, I'm just saying that the, the poinsettias have gotten better yeah, about that. This was probably tougher. one of the better ones. Yeah, uh, but yeah, but eventually, yeah, it just said, you know what, Milton, we've we've tried, <laughs> we're out. But I do think one of the reasons was, see the vents here, where can you see them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was kind of under one of those, so I think it got a little yeah. blasted too. And I know it's not not uh, it's not absolutely necessary that you you, you let your poinsettia or keep it alive. Yeah, I know. You, know. you know, you don't have to take all your annual leave to take care of it or anything. <laughs> yeah, you know, it can go in the in the compost pile uh-huh. too if if uh if that's you know, if you've enjoyed it and that's what you're uh you got other things you want to garden with. So I wonder if the uh there was one by uh I think United Meth Alamo Heights United Methodist mm-hmm. Church. It was on the wall and I think y'all kind of figured that that was probably giving it. Yeah, it was a southern wall. Mm-hmm. So it got the warmth from the wall and the sun, but it was protected from, and it was tall. Those things, it was all the way up the building, yeah, pretty much, that. probably about yeah. 20, oh, 20 outside, feet. Yeah. yeah, it was gorgeous, too. And it did have the red bracts, I think. It wasn't in the winter, so, although we have red bracts on ours now. That's not that's not a bad compromise to have it in, inside as long as it's attractive and, and you're enjoying it, and then... Put it outside just to see how long it lasts and everything, mm-hmm. and and some, you know, it won't be like uh, folks that have traveled in Mexico or in the Caribbean. <laughs> you know, they're they're everywhere. They're, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. should I put it against a southern wall, so it's not getting the northerns when they the northers when they come in? Well, that's probably that's that's probably the best thing to do. Yeah. And when when am I putting it outside? Whenever you want, it can live in the. If you leave it in the house, it can live in the house for five months if you want. Right, but okay. So I want it outside, and as but it's it's really a warm weather plant, correct? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's associated with Christmas. But 
So when last chance of you know temperatures below forty, forty if you if you're getting forty degrees temperatures, okay, shouldn't be outside. Okay, I'll remember that. And then it's not a root hardy perennial, I don't imagine. No, so if it, it won't di- come back. If it dies down, it will not come back. Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah, I saw, yeah. <laughs> I saw them out in the in the wild uh, when I was down in Mexico, and they're, they're in the all all under a forest canopy. Uh huh. So they're kind of in a shaded area where they're growing wild. Of course, I went nuts, uh, you know, to stop and take a picture of a poinsettia, a native poinsettia. Mm-hmm. But I is that, that on plant answers? I guess that would be considered to be a native plant, wouldn't it? I'm not sure where it is. You know, I've seen, uh, seen them in Mexico. South Africa, too. And yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, in Bougainvillea, too. As oh, I was, yeah, I was Bougainvillea. Yeah, in South Africa. I don't know where they're in. I don't know where Bougainvillea came from, but they... But I, I think you're... I think poinsettia may be... I don't know. That would be an interesting thing we could <laughs> talk to our out. listeners about. Somebody out there will know where they are. Oh, yeah. So we need a poinsettia expert to come on the show. You want me to... I'll route, route well, somebody up? our... our uh, our researcher from Austin will. Dennis will I'm find sure. out. Dennis okay. will. Yeah, there you go. There you go, Dennis. We have an assignment. One is to find <laughs> out the history of the Bougainvillea, and two, the history of poinsettias or poinsettias. All right. So we you're, got about you're, a... You're so correct, Method. Yes. We had more references to... Yeah. We had more references to Manuel Flores, too, last weekend. Than, yeah. Uh, that was great. Everybody kept bringing him up because they were all trying to do the Latin names. Have you of seen the Manuel? <laughs> Talk to Manuel lately. No, not really. I haven't either. I was just wondering what. Do you want to encourage him to call the show? No. Okay. (laughs) Manuel, call the show. All right. We're going to get ready to take a break, but uh, actually we're going to begin to wrap up for the day. This is our Christmas Eve show. We hope you've enjoyed it. Hope you have a a wonderful holiday tomorrow. We're going to have a recorded show tomorrow, too. So uh, you can uh, be a part of that. that phone number. Hey, here's a great Christmas gift, too, and that's one for yourself and maybe someone else, too, is recommending us getting that newsletter um, that Millburgers puts out every month. You can get it digitally. When you go to millburgersnursery.com, the opportunity to get it will pop right up there. So we will say goodbye for today, but have a Merry Christmas if we don't talk to you tomorrow, and uh, we'll see you then on 930 AM, The Answer. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.